Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
Fantastic. Hallelujah. Come on, let's pray over the offering. Whoa. Father, we bless you for this offering in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, Shimon, why did you move my two ladies from behind me? Ah, they are potential lady pastors. Come and sit here and enjoy the anointing. These are my potential lady pastors. Yeah, that's what they should sit. They should catch the anointing. They respect the anointing. They love it. Sit close to me, friend. Be happy. Hallelujah. Don't move them at all. That's your seat. Hallelujah. I love it. Shall come to pass. Amen. Yeah, it shall come to pass. Look, those who desire, they will always get. And those who poo poo on it, they will never get. It doesn't matter how long they've been around, they won't get. And it's always, and then because they won't get, they, you see, after you've been in a place for a long time and you don't respect something, and others are getting, then you begin to comment and criticize. But, but it's not my fault, it's your fault. You, 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 you didn't want it. Hallelujah. So this, they will get it. You watch it. It's a message. Amen. And all of you are here, you will get it. Hallelujah. In fact, let me continue what I was sharing with, with you guys on Tuesday. Hallelujah. Because I'm talking about the art of leadership. I say the art of leadership. Amen. And uh, this is a very anointed and practical teaching. I want you to become a leader. Hallelujah. Amen. One day may somebody look up to you. Amen. I said one day may somebody look up to you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody will look up to you. Amen. Then you are a leader. Amen. Amen. You know Taking somebody, take somebody, take somebody, yeah. But you, take, you have the ability to take somebody somewhere. And it's, it's, it's a classical division of leadership. <laughs> because that is why you have to be careful who you are following. If you, if you don't know there's someone, how can you take somebody somewhere? Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. You'll be a leader. Amen. See, you, you will work at a place where you don't have to punch in and punch out. Amen. That's leadership. Amen. I say you work where you don't have to punch in and punch out. Amen. That's leadership. You understand? Because it is assumed that you are mature enough to control yourself. That's why if you go to any job place, the manager, manager, the manager doesn't clock in and clock out. They don't. Because it is assumed that at that level, you know how to manage yourself. Amen. Amen. But you will not even wear a uniform. Amen. You know that. When you go to any new place, if you go to any job place, the people lower down wear uniforms. You haven't thought about it. You haven't thought about it. Yeah, those high up, the, the directors don't wear uniforms. 
I'm surprised you don't know all this. You haven't noticed all these things. That uniform is for the lower rank. You haven't noticed that? Yeah. The bosses and the CEO, they don't wear uniforms. They don't even wear uniforms. Yeah. They don't, they don't sign in, they don't sign out. May that be your story. Amen. And even if you are, if you, you see, let me tell you something. Like I was saying on Tuesday, uh, on Tuesday, one of the things about leadership is that a sign of a good leader is that even the things that you couldn't do, you should be able to pass it on to those behind you to do it. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. That makes you a good leader. You are a good leader if what you couldn't achieve, those behind you, you pass it on and encourage them to achieve it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So even if you have to wear a uniform now, pray that your children will not wear a uniform. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's a good leader. That's a good leader. If you couldn't get a certain degree, pray that those behind you will get that degree. Amen. If you couldn't get a certain anointing, pray that those behind you will catch that anointing. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's leadership. Amen. Amen. And we saw a classic example in David. He said, look, this Abishai guy, I had wanted to kill him. I mean, the way this Abishai guy had treated me, I said, I don't have the wisdom to kill him. So he told his son Solomon, look, don't, this guy, take care of him for me. The, the job I couldn't finish with this guy, you finish it. He said, I know you are a wise man. Yeah. So that makes David a good leader. The ability to let those behind you complete the job. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. So that's why I, so I'm going back to what I shared with you about vision. See, leadership requires vision. Leadership requires vision. Amen. Amen. And the verse we all learned is Proverbs 29, 18. Proverbs 29, 18. It says, Where there is no vision, where there is no vision, the people what? Where there is no vision, the people what? Where there is no vision, the people what? But happy is he that keepeth the Lord. Where there is no vision, where there is no vision, the people perish. Hallelujah. Amen. Leadership, a leader must have a vision. Amen. Amen. And a vision simply describes something ahead of you. Something ahead of you. Something that you look forward to. Something that you hope to become. I said something what? That you hope to become. And the Bible is saying that if you live your life in such a way that there's nothing you are looking after, you will perish. Or you simply become aimless. Vision means aim. So no vision means aimless. Vision means what? So no vision is what? It's as simple as that. 
Bishi the same. Therefore, no vision is aimless. And also, why there is no vision? If you don't have anything ahead of you, you will perish. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Vision means aim. Therefore, no vision is aimless. Hallelujah. And a leader must have a vision. Amen. 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 And like Dr. Cho said, and I said last week, your vision, you don't make your vision. Your vision makes you. Okay? You don't make your vision. Your vision what? Makes I said your vision what? Makes you. Yes. Once you stick something ahead of you, suddenly your lifestyle modifies. That's what it means. When I say the vision makes you, that's what it means. Let's say you have a vision. Like, I have a vision to, like I was saying on Sunday, to wear a certain dress. And as of today, there's a gap between you and the dress. <laughs> as of today, there is a great gulf between you and the dress. But your aim is that uh, in six months' time, on that occasion, you must wear that dress. So immediately, because of that vision ahead of you, it now makes you. You see, that's what it means. It suddenly begins to make you. The vision is now begins to modify you. Because of what that vision that in six months' time I must wear this thing, suddenly modification sets in. The vision begins to make you. Now you you who never used to go to the gym, now you start going to the gym. Now you who couldn't care what you eat. Now you are careful about what you eat. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Because there's a vision. Now you who could drink sobolo and all those things, uh, you can't drink any drink. Now, now you don't drink only water. With lemon. Huh? And cucumbers. Cucumbers. Do you understand? So, have you seen how the vision is making you? Because this same thing, this same thing that are good, if you had no vision, it will not make you. That's why I'm saying no aim, you are aimless. Hallelujah. So, it is imperative or it is essential that for you to do well, you must have a vision. Hallelujah. If you have a vision to buy a house, immediately your lifestyle will change. Because I remember many, many years ago when we were all young, Bishop always encourages people to build. Right from medical, even as a young pastor from medical school, you tell try and build a house. Try and build a house. And there was this young brother, one of us, our colleagues, who was used to, he was kind and generous. I mean, generous. Every time he gets his paycheck, he will take all the Christian sisters. <laughs> generous. Uh, there used to be a place in, like, I don't know what it's still there. They used to call it, um, some of, for those of you in Ghana, Ghana, Ghana has a place called High Street. Uh, let's call it 
some food at a number one or some chicken place. And this brother, Kwame, I mean, Christian brother, as soon as he gets some paycheck, after the prayer meeting or the rehearsal, he will carry the sisters in his car. Go and search in them. Story, like all the sisters in the group, carry all of them because the one that you see, the one that take only a particular star that's also a vision. <laughs> that's another vision. <laughs> it's like, why do you take only this particular sister? Yes, that's a vision. <laughs> There's a vision, he carries everybody. Yes, I mean, generous, happy, and he had finished school. And had gotten a good job. So his salary was quite okay. So what the bishop called me and said, Listen. <laughs> so Bishop, you can see this. He said, Listen. My friend, <laughs> do you intend to rent for life? Because he had gotten a good job. It was a very nice job, and it comes with accommodation. You see, the job, the job that he, he got, he was a very good he was an engineer, an engineer. So when he graduated, they gave him a good, good job with a foreign company, and a, a job comes with a car and accommodation. Do you understand? But it's the company's... <laughs> everything belongs to the company. Company car and the company job. Company car and company house. And he was just chilling. So Bishop said, listen, my friend, do you intend to own a house or one day or rent forever. He has never he has never thought about it. He said, he said, yeah, he said, at this rate, have you even bought a block before? All of us are buying blocks. Where is your block? <laughs> See, he sat down. He said, Where's your block? Where's your plot? Yeah, where's your block? Where's your plot? Because at that time, Bishop Saki, all of us are buying blocks. Where's your block? Where's your plot? Then he sat up and said, uh, from that day. <laughs> no more invitation. <laughs> from that day, the sisters were shocked. So, so, so his generosity and spreading was because he had no aim. But as soon as they showed me a look, this is the time to build. Now, after quite we have all the sisters will be waiting to the no ice cream. <laughs> yeah. 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 Christmas ended. And he built a house. You see, so he was just spending the money because he had no vision. Until somebody corrected me, look. This, what you are doing in five, ten years' time, what about if you, if you lose this job? Why would you stay? Then you are earning enough now. He, you see, so, so he did not tell him to be wicked. All that he told him, look, have a vision. And immediately, his Friday night choir rehearsal session ended. ended. <laughs> because as for sisters, if you take them at night on the choir rehearsal, they will eat and be happy. 
Why not? <laughs> I hear him. So your vision makes you. Amen. I said amen. amen. And so a vision means there must be something ahead of you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Which brings to my if you want to be a leader, there must be somebody ahead of you that you look up to. Listen to me. There's nothing new under the sun. That which has been, which is that which will be. You will only become great if you look at somebody great. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. You will only become great if you can look at somebody great. Hallelujah. So, you must, you see, you must have somebody that you admire and look up to if you want to become great. You are not going to become great out of the vacuum. Who, it's more of who do you want to be like? That's a good question. That's a, another way to put it. There must always be somebody you want to be like. Maybe a wife. I want to be like this wife that you look up to. I want to be like this husband. I want to be like this pastor. I want to be like this businessman. There must always be somebody that you look up to. If, you see, don't think that you are going to become the next thing without looking up to anybody. Meeting. There's nothing new under the sun. Even anointing, it passed from one person to another. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so we can see your vision by who is ahead of you and who you are looking to. Who are you following? That is why Bishop said because of that he traveled all the way to Korea. Because he got a book. Somebody gave me a tape about mega church. And he rented a small cassette. And he said, ah, this man has a church and all these many members. So uh, then I want to be like this person. So I, I travel all the way several times to go and see what he's doing. Are you hearing me? The vision will make you. And then when he went there, he found out, look, what he's doing, I alone cannot uh, transmit it to the people well. So his next move was to bring all his helpers. Because sometimes when you see, you can't transmit well. So he brought all his helpers. Come and see. So all of you will see. So I will be on the same page. So the vision of becoming a mega church made him buy tickets for everybody. Not because, do you understand what I'm saying? The vision makes you. Are you hearing me? He was telling us, as we desired more to go into crusades, miracles. I mean, one person that Bishop used to say a lot that he couldn't understand at all was Benihim. He couldn't understand Benihim's preaching. And I, and I realize it's true. You need a certain connection to understand Benihim. Because when he's preaching, his verses are Old Testament. The Ark. The Prophets. Then he moves one thing, moves another thing. But because he desired the miracles, he took his time and studied and studied and studied and learned See, the vision. Bought almost every miracle crusade of Benihim. Bought every miracle of, uh, I mean, Billy Graham. You see, the person has a vision. And the vision is making him. So, what, so no wonder he has become. 
Are you hearing me? Yes. I said, are you hearing me? Yes. Your vision makes you. You want to be an entrepreneur? Find an entrepreneur and follow. So what I'm, the, so the, the, my message is that try not to follow visionless people. I'm serious. Please, not try not. Don't waste your time following visionless people. And I'm talking about even in a church setting. See, you may come to the church. Maybe you may be new to the church. But as you look through the church, you can see that some people, they are not close to the pastor. They do their own thing. So even though they are your leader, that's, 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 that's a, a leader by nomenclature. Bypass them and look at the real thing. That's <laughs> <laughs> just a leader by nomenclature. I'll tell you. It's called leadership by nomenclature, according to Bishop Adi. That's <laughs> a leader by nomenclature. No, Bishop Adi has big English. You understand? So, you understand? So, like, you guys, just saying, you know, maybe you have a vision to be like me. But because you are young, there are other people ahead of you. But as you are watching, they are not close to me. So, even though don't disrespect them, be under them, as you are, just peep around them. <laughs> because this is your vision. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Have a vision. Because otherwise you will not become. Otherwise you will not become. Otherwise you will not become. Amen. Yeah. For example, so. Yeah. I want to be like, I'm just, I'm, I'm not anybody, but I'm just using myself as an example. I'm not anybody, I beg you. I'm just an ordinary simple man. But maybe I want to be like Reverend. So based on that, okay, so what does Reverend do? How does, how does he comport himself? Does he, uh, how does he preach? What are the books he reads? What are the things he likes? Are you hearing me? By that act, because of that vision, are you hearing me? You will become. I lost. So maybe you may say, oh, I want to be like Reverend. But maybe we'll put you in the self fellowship. And maybe Pastor Nana is the one in charge. So, but your vision is to be like me. So even though you respect him, learn to. Uh, uh-huh, that's another way. Keep your eye on the goal. Hallelujah. Because you become what is ahead of you. You become your vision. I say you become your vision. Hallelujah. So, so my, Liz, come in front. Yes. More chess. Are you hearing me? Yeah. That's why I was teaching on Tuesday. Look, leadership in lighthouse, okay? The people who have done well is weekday service, writing of exams. So if you want to become great in the church and you don't want to come to weekday and you don't want to write an exam, <laughs> you will not be. I'm sorry. You will, you will only come to a point, but you will not be. Do, do, do you get it? I said, do you get it? Yeah. yeah. I'm preaching. It's there. Isn't that the rule? It's very true. DMM. You see, we, they are set protocols. D- DMM, what else? Um, all the exams. All the exams. We had one particular brother. He was angry. There were three friends. Three friends. In the DMM program. 
and he got uh, and, and two of them are now pastors and he was not and he was angry yelling and screaming so I called Reverend Lizzie Reverend Lizzie this guy says he's annoyed he didn't make it. I said listen don't mind him he didn't even used to come for the DMM class he never passed any exam I said boy you didn't pass the exam you didn't come to the class why are you annoyed that now your friends are pastors and you are not And do you know what his problem was? His problem was that he had aligned himself with certain pastors in our camp who criticized the exams. That's another problem. Bad, bad, bad. Thank you. Wrong association. So, even though the people criticize the pastors, they don't have the power to make you. They can criticize our system, but they don't have the power to make you. He was complaining. Whining. He was whining. I said, don't mind him. Don't mind him. And later we found that we found out that he had aligned. You see, he had, you see, in, I, I'm sorry to say, among the 12, there's always the Judas. Don't align yourself with the Judas. <laughs> among the 12, there is always what? So don't align yourself they are in the group. Listen, what, oh, there's always, look, in our system, Lighthouse, Mega Church, listen, there are some pastors who criticize our exams. So if you're going to allow yourself to such a pastor, you won't become. Yeah. And they are pastors. By nomenclature. <laughs> yeah. There are, some, there are people who criticize loyalty. I mean, there are few. Because majority were for Christ. Okay? Majority will always follow. But what I'm trying to say is that, see, I'm talking to you as vision. Choose the right vision. I said what? I said what? Yeah. In the same place, at your workplace, in your workplace, choose the right vision. Choose. Try and, try and align yourself with the one that signs the paycheck, not the one who is just complaining about the boss. <laughs> That's a difference. That makes a difference. Because in every organization in the company, you see the ones who don't like the boss. Everywhere. And if you join the if you want to go forward, please don't go and align yourself with them. Even though they have your even though they have your own the same skin color like you. Yeah. Oh, you know, bro, you know, you gotta be careful, you know. Them, them white guys, them white guys, they mean man, they mean man, they don't like us, bro, bro, you know, me and you, bro. Please, no bro here. <laughs> yeah. 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 Please, no bro here. No bro me. You know, you know, you know, you gotta stick to you, 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 you gotta stick together, you know, you know, you know, you know, you gotta you know, you got to watch each other's back. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know the system. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking. Please. You know how it is. The have order is. You know how it is. Yeah. Be careful. It's a bad group. Yeah. I'm telling you. So. So, even though you may have the same skin color as the person, have the right vision. 
If your vision is that one day you'll be the manager of this company, then look at the guy who's sitting there now. Are you hearing me? Yes. Not the guy who... They, they are like that. Bro, you know? You know? You, you got to be careful with these guys, you know? They will use you. Give me the words. They will use you. They will milk you. They won't appreciate you. They will dog you. That's the words. Those are the words the they tell you. They will use you. They will milk you. They will dog you. So suddenly, your mind is. I'm preaching a very important. So instead of see, your mind is getting corrupted now. So you are now shifting your vision from looking at the. Instead of admiring the garden, now you are beginning to align yourself today. And you only, you see, you get what you admire, not what you despise. Are you hearing me? That's what the Lord taught us. Say, say, uh, I mean, that's why the Lord's prayer. Okay? Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hallelujah. God gives you what you, you need us what you desire, not what you criticize. Amen. Amen. So when you read, when you check the anointing, all the people who got anointed, they are the ones who admired the anointing. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. So have a vision and have the right vision. I'm talking about the right vision now. The right vision. Don't have a wrong vision. Don't have a wrong vision. Because you, by, by association, you can have a wrong vision. By association. I mean, some people are just bad, bad, bad. When my wife finished law school first, I remember she told me this. She went to work um, in Ghana. When they finished, there were two things. There was a place called the Law Reform Commission where they were rewriting the law. And there was another place called, and there was the Attorney General's Department. So she got, she had a choice of either going to work at the uh, Attorney General's Department or the Law Reform Commission. Do you understand? These are all like, you know, governmental positions. So she was confused. And as she was going, somebody else, she was asking for, uh, uh, another person that look. So why should I go? Do you understand? Which of the, these two departments should I start? Well, I'm, I'm, because I just finished school, do my internship and start my career there. Do you know the advice the person gave to you? You'll be surprised. I've never thought about it. I've never thought about it. Do you know the advice the person told her? You want to hear? You want to hear? The person said, the person said do they both have parking lots? And said, yes. The, the place, both departments have parking lots. He said, then based on the cars in the lot, decide where you want to go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what the person was saying? He said, go and stand at the parking lot and see the cars that are in the parking lot and that will tell you which department you want to join. Because, I don't, whether you'll be successful or not because as you go and stand at this department and it's 1983, all, all, all cars, you know that this is your future and as you stand here and you see Mercedes, this is your future. So just by looking at the parking lot, make a decision. <laughs> yeah. You will never thought about, thought about it. Yeah. 
He said, go and stand in the parking lot. Yeah. Do, do you understand? I'm talking about the right vision. He said, just the parking lot. Because as you stand, as you are at the parking lot, and you can see that they are all driving old bangers, it is clearly this is your future. So that's the advice the person gave her. So I, and she took that advice. He says, so, 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 you know what? And you could see clear difference between the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but it's so true. Because you can see your future by the parking lot. Yeah. Now, I'm not talking about some people who love Bantik. You can see your future. Do you understand what I'm saying? Or another way is, when you're not sure, ask the 10 around, especially in the healthcare field, those of you who are in the healthcare field, ask the 10 around time. Huh? What is it? It's true. 10 around time. How long do people last in this department? Why do you think that everybody who works here three months, they are gone? It means there's something hard over there. You, you don't know. <laughs> Turn around time. Hallelujah. So choose the right vision. Amen. Choose the right vision. If you want to do well in ministry, choose the right vision. You understand? You want to become a lady pastor? Choose the right vision. It's, it means that you know, yeah, even though I respect this, this this auntie, I don't think she know she ain't going anywhere to happen. <laughs> I mean, don't be rude to her, but just in your mind, I, I beg you, you are not you are not the one I'm looking to. Maybe you know, maybe yeah, this is I think she's going. Uh, yeah, choose the right vision. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you getting blessed? Yeah. Yeah, have the right vision. Where well, there's no vision. Okay? And so you choose, after you've chosen, let me, let me ask you. How do you relate with the right vision? Or, as Bishop put it, Value every moment in the presence of a great leader. Amen. Amen. Hmm. It's good to admire, but after admiration, get closer and try and do. Hallelujah. See, a lot of us admire from afar. See, admiration is good. See, the first step, even in the first step, the first step, the first step. Like, like a relationship. For you to marry somebody, you must first of all admire the person. Huh? Isn't that true? You must first of all what? You must first of all what? That's, that's step number one. Don't marry anybody you don't admire. And think that you will admire. You see, no, no. I'm telling you. What you see is what you get. Okay? <laughs> As for that one, I can't. As for that one, I can tell you right now. If you don't like it from outside, don't bother. Because basically what you see... 
So admire. There must be that admiration. And when I say admire, when I, see, when I, say, when I say admire, no, 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 no. See, your, your mind is corrupt. I'll explain. I'll explain when I say admire, you see. Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will. Ask what? Why do you think Jesus gave you a blank check? You will miss a blank check. It means anything you want. Huh? Why do you, why do you think he gave you a blank check? But, huh? Hey, he gave you a. Jesus didn't. Oh, find somebody said, brother. Jesus didn't say that. Ask what you want. He started by saying, if you abide in me. And my words abide in you. You shall ask what you will. Because he knows that anybody who abides in me and my words abide in you, because of that relationship, you are somehow guided in your choices. So you are not going to ask outside. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you abide in me, and my words abide, you shall ask what you will. Hallelujah. So, even though this is, seems to be a blank check, it's a blank check to a limited group of people. If you don't abide in me, he doesn't give you a blank check. Because he doesn't want you to come and say, Lord, you say, I shall ask what I will. Father, kill my, kill my mother-in-law. You see? <laughs> because if you abide in him, you will not desire to kill your mother-in-law. Lord, you say, I should ask, yeah, you shall ask what you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Father, you shall ask, Father, you know, hey, beloved, that's the one I want, hey, beloved, hey, beloved, I want that one. You see, if you abide in him, you know that because of the word of God, you will not abide, you will not covet your neighbor's goods. So, 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 it's a blank check in the condition. Amen. Why did I even get there? I was talking about uh, Admire. Admire. And I say your minds are corrupt. Because I'm talking about there must be an admiration. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I say that your minds are corrupt because you see, if you have a pure mind, the parameters you use for admiration will be spiritual, not physical. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you, you see, if, if, you understand, if, if you are, you see, if you are spiritual, the things that are, are attractive to you, do you understand what I'm saying? So you, so, that's what I'm saying, so you will admire the person for certain qualities apart from breast and hips. You say, I don't, I, the reason why I want to marry this person because, because, because of maybe her, her humility, uh, yes, I like her face. But I also like the way she sings, she worships. So well, there are certain parameters because of who you are. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's why I'm talking about admire. Because you, you, what, you, what you admire will be different. Amen. Amen. So I just wanted to clarify that point. Because when I talk admire, some of you are thinking that, oh, right, so if I like her legs, I should go for it. No, I'm not talking about her legs. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. So, 
things to learn from the presence of a great leader. Hallelujah. The one, or, or things to learn from the one that you admire. So everybody must have somebody you admire. Amen. I said you must have somebody what? I said to, to, I'm giving you your project. Vision number one. Have somebody you admire. Okay? Somebody you want to become like. Alright? Then after you have chosen the person you want to become like. Now these are the things you want to learn from the person. Hallelujah. Yeah. Value great fellowship. Okay? Value great fellowship. Hallelujah. John chapter, 1 John 1, 1 and 2. 1 John 1 and 2. What does it say? That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, our hands have handled the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life which is the Father, and was manifested unto us. Here, John is talking about his close relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. He said, that which was from the beginning, okay, which our hands have handled. Hallelujah. So you could see that when it comes to relationship with Jesus Christ, John was not like Judas and Co. who were far. He was close. Amen. Amen. So close to the point that even at the Last Supper, he had, he leaned, when Jesus was said that one of you is going to betray me. Come here, come here. Sit in front here. Potential lady pastors. Amen. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As John was close. To the point that even at the last supper, when Jesus said one of you is going to betray me, John, John was so close that he said, Look. Peter and Co said, Ask him, ask him. You know, it's like when you are at home, you are kids, and your, your mom says something. You won't say the one that. Said, are you the one that said, go ask, go ask, go ask. Because they know that you, go ask mom. Because mom, when they come, they say, come on, get out of here. <laughs> so, you, so Peter and Co will say, ask him, ask him, ask him. That's how close he is. The disciple whom Jesus loved. Amen. John was so close to Christ. Jesus, so close. You understand? Even when Jesus was talking about Peter's death, he said, look, when you were young, you used to go where you go, but the, the time will come. Some, they will lead you where to go, and they will bind your hands and your fingers. And this, Bible said, this he said, concerning the death of death, Peter should die. Then Peter said, what about him? He said, as Jesus Christ was talking about that Peter, you, you're going to die this type of death. Peter, once again, had a problem. Okay, you say, I, I understand what I'm saying, but what about him? Referring to John. It means they were all jealous of John. Then Jesus said, listen to me. Even if he has to leave till I come back, what business of yours? So, this John was the one who said, what we have seen. Look, John admired Christ. 
the admiration was palpable. To the point that even on, on the cross, everybody ran away. He was still there. He was the only disciple who was there. He was so, he admired him so much that he was standing there. That Jesus said, look, mother, behold your son. Son, behold your mother. That's how close. So when he, he was writing in First John, he said, that which we have seen. That's why he could say that. That, that which was the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes. You see, he said, that which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon. One man of God told me there's a difference between to see and to look upon. You can see a woman, but to look upon her is a different thing. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you see, but you to look upon. Take your time. He said, looked upon. And our hands have handled of the word of life. We touched him. Nervous. Okay. That's what we are talking about. Amen. Okay, continue. That's okay. That's what John said. That's so it was sure about the admiration and the closeness. Why do you think everybody died? That is what look, one thing I can tell you something. If you read the scriptures, revelation. Revelation, which is the revealing of supernatural things in the future. It is actually for those who demonstrate a certain love for God. That's why John had a, wrote the book of Revelation. And Daniel was so called Daniel the Beloved. You see, sometimes you can work for somebody, you can work for God, but you don't love to a certain extent. Revelation is for those who love. Hallelujah. Yeah. Okay? Another person who also, uh, another person who also knew how to do it was Eli- this guy, Elisha. Elisha had a focus. Listen, Elisha had a focus to become like Elijah. And because of that focus, no nonsense could separate him. Yeah. Mind you, Elijah had a servant before. Elijah had a servant, not Elisha. Elijah had a servant before. When Elijah went to pray on the mountain, and he said to Ahab, and said, I see uh, clouds like the face of man. And he sent his servant. That guy was not, that was, that was not Elisha. It was later on that he found Elisha. So how come, it means that the other servant, even though he worked for Elijah, did not admire it. He took it like a J-O-B. It's a job. I got my paycheck, I'm out of here. No admiration. Yeah. I'm talking about the anointing. It means that that, that other servant didn't have the vision of becoming like Elijah. That's why you can be in a church. Some people don't have a vision of becoming great. They just want to come and go. So if you have a vision, bypass them. Even though you came to meet them, bypass them. I'm serious. That servant was not interested. The guy that he said, he wasn't interested. He just did his job. But Elisha the son of Mr. Shaphat, you could see from his comments, even when the, uh, uh, Elijah, Elijah was going and the sons of the prophets were saying, do you know that your master is about to die? They were laughing at him. He said, I know. They were mocking at him. He said, I know. He was still close. In spite of the intimidation by the, uh, the school of the prophets, 
Because sometimes when you get close, you'll be intimidated. People will say things about you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Are you here with me? That was Elisha. 2 Kings 2 2. 2 Kings 2 2. That's Elisha. And Elijah, and Elijah said unto Elisha, Tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord hath sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said unto him, No way. But I'm sure the other seven, when he says stay here, it's okay. Day of. <laughs> I said, Elijah said, okay, don't come, stay here. He said, man, I got a deal. I've been looking for a deal for a long time. <laughs> but Elijah says, no way. Hallelujah. He says, no. As thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. I will not leave thee. Because there is something about you that I like. The vision must be in focus. The vision must not be out of focus. Keep on looking. Hallelujah. Yeah. And uh, the, other, the, the last guy was Joshua. Joshua. Let me show you the scripture. Exodus 24, 12 and 13. Exodus 24, 12 and 13. You see that? Exodus, Exodus 24, 12 and 13. And the Lord said unto Moses, Come up unto me, unto the mount, and be there. And I will give thee tables of stone, and a law and commandments which I have written, that thou mayest teach them. And Moses, come, come, from, come here, come and sit here. Come and sit in front. You are anointed. <laughs> Amen. Uh, 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 which I have written that I to them. And Moses rose up, and his minister, Joshua, and Moses went up unto the mount of God. It's another one. Who went up with? Huh? Who went up with Moses? I said, who went up with Moses? What was Moses going to do? I said, what was Moses going to do? I'm showing you about admiration. You see, it's not even everybody who has the capacity to come to you to a certain sacred place. No, they can't. Not everybody. Some people, you have to treat them like Abraham's servant. You leave them and go and worship you under. Because they cannot handle the presence. Because you see, to be in the presence of God and to receive the command, there is a certain attitude and gesture and holiness. So not everybody can be there. So, for Joshua to come with Moses. And we could see the end result. Look, after a while, all of them became idol worshippers, including high priest Aaron. And I see, you saw that, you see. Including, it was Aaron who made the golden calf. And all of them became idol worshippers, Miriam, Aaron, the only one who did not participate was Joshua. Had a different spirit. Amen. I said amen. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was close. Hallelujah. So, I 
I've been giving you these examples. How do you relate with a great person, a great leader, or the vision? Number one, when you come around that person, can I teach you? The, can I teach you here? Have you chosen somebody who you admire now in your head? Have you chosen somebody? I'm giving an assignment. Somebody you admire? Okay, have you chosen somebody you admire in your head? You just came in, huh? That you want to be like? Okay, number one. Notice the person's vision. Hallelujah. So the first you have to learn about the person is notice their vision. When I say notice their vision, when you come across that person, see the things he likes and he doesn't like. Amen. Yeah. You can see that. You see, admire the things that he likes. See, if you want to be like a bishop, when you get close to one of the things you learn about bishop is that he doesn't like unnecessary laughing and chatting men. I mean, he, he can be happy, but this type of <laughs> gesticulation and, and, and the last thing that bishop, because I'm his friend, the last thing that uh, he, he can stand is when people laugh at people. It annoys him. When somebody's laughing at somebody, <laughs> look at him. <laughs> he can't stand it. Because somebody wondered, what, what makes you differ from another? So if you get close, you won't laugh at people. No. He, he can't, as a person, he, he cannot stand at another. Why you should look at somebody and laugh? But some people don't mind. Some people are there. So notice the person's vision. Hallelujah. Their achievements, what they have achieved. Notice their achievements. Amen. I said, notice what? What they have been able to do. Hallelujah. So, because you know them by their fruit. So, don't, I don't follow anybody who has achieved zero. All is talk. Are you hearing me, church? So, when somebody comes and says, Ah, sister, I tell you, I came from Accra all the way for you. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. You know, I tell you. Kalima Sokoto. 30 days on the mountain. We have been seeing things, oh. We have been seeing things. I tell you. I'm, new people who are in America, you are blind. Right? We have been seeing things. <laughs> we have. You see, there's eyes and there's eyes. There's eyes and there's eyes. I tell you. I tell you. We are carrying the horn and the mantle. And I tell you. This you are not being married. It's not a simple problem, you know. We see deep. It's not everything we say. Mm. <laughs> then you immediately. So you know what? I, I, I need to do some things, some some deliverance sessions with you, you know. Deep deliverance. Deep deliverance. So so this is my cell phone number. Call me Friday night. Who's that? Look. And then you immediately write the number down. Go to ATM to pay a tithe and offering. Listen to me. Notice their achievements. Ask his son, ask, has he built a church before? Has, does he have a congregation? What is his congregation? What is his church size? What is his ministry? This type of paperless internet pastors you are following. Let me tell you something. 
pastors. Show me the church. You shall know them by their fruits. Let the person point to a church that he has pastored or he has built. Not carrying, not different from carrying complimentary cards. You know? This is my business, this is my car. Call me. Notice the achievements. You shall know them. Anybody who comes, listen to me. Anybody who comes and says, I'm a man of God, and they, 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 they fine. Just look. The first sign of a shepherd is a sheep. So if I don't see any sheep behind you, why are you a shepherd? Not a title. But they come around, and people just believe them for. But there's nothing to prove. So, look, I, I, tell the person, brother, prophet, I'm not doubting your calling, but can you give me your church address? <laughs> That's all, huh? Huh? I'm not doubting your calling, but can you please give me? And please, you're not wrong. If you're going to buy anything major, don't you do a background search? Huh? And as you check the church address, no church. Nothing. Notice the achievement. Amen. Notice their focus. Notice their focus. How focused they are. Notice their relationship with God. Look. Let me give Bishop again because I'm, 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 I'm a bit close to your friends. Look, one of the things about Bishop, talk about relationship with God, about Bishop that if you get close, you may, it, 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 it may make you struggle. It's, he cannot lie. He doesn't lie. Even a simple lie, like, look, maybe you don't want to come, but so I'll be, I'm coming. That type of lie, he doesn't take it. Support it so. A lot of us, we, we, we grade the lies, you know. Um, <laughs> but not him. But not him. No, no, no. So, so you, you notice that if she doesn't want to answer the question, you'd rather keep quiet. But he won't say what he doesn't mean. about him. Then he would rather keep quiet. He, it's like the, a gene to lie is not in him. I'll tell you a story. Did I tell you the story? Yeah. <laughs> One day. When we started, this, I'm giving the archives. We needed to uh, we needed to do uh, we are trying to have outreach. And Bishop brought his father's old, his father was a politician, he used to campaign. So he brought his old father's old uh, mega flock and things like that. Do you understand? For the campaign. And the, the things were kept in my room. And the things were not working. The amplifier was not working. So I took the amplifier, I'm just, I, I, just many, many years ago as a Christian, I just been born again. I took the amplifier to the physiology lab, because physiology, you'll do electronics. And I told the guy, can you fix the amplifier for me? And then the guy said, oh, yeah. And I didn't want to pay. I told him, no, it's for a project that we are doing in school. <laughs> because I didn't want to pay. 
Hey, it doesn't matter. Forgive. I had just been born again. Forgive, forgive. <laughs> Mercy. So, after two days, the guy said, come and pick it up. And when he said, come and pick it up, it was after the lecture, so I was with Bishop. So, when we went to the physiology lab, he said, oh, my dad, my, my dad said, you fixed it there. He told the guy, oh, no, my dad, I mean, it didn't mean fixed. Then the guy said, your dad? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so there was no need for me to lie. <laughs> yeah. You notice. Notice their, their relationship. Amen. Amen. Notice their appearance and their language. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Their language. Their language. Their appearance. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. Notice how they handle situations. That's, that's, what, that's where they say, what will Jesus do? You see, one of the best, one of the best way to follow the law is always asking, what will Jesus do? Or even if, or, or like we say even among the shepherds, sometimes if you're a shepherd or leader, ask, what will the pastor do? If Reverend was here, what will he do about this? See, that thing always gives you a guideline. Paul, hasn't it? Yeah. How will Reverend, how will Reverend handle this situation? See, it always guides you. Notice how they handle situations. Amen. Amen. I remember there uh, uh, was a situation that uh, Lady Pastor Yvonne, Reverend Fletcher's wife, someone was talking about me. He said, look, Reverend said, we no deal this way. And the person said, what? He said, look. And the person said, how? He said, he seems to act like he doesn't know what is going on, but he knows a lot. <laughs> <laughs> So according to Yvonne, I will not go, I will not have confronted the person. So the person in charge is making the mistake of confronting the person. He said, Reverend knows a lot, but he seems to act like he doesn't know. I didn't know he had observed it that way. He said, no. He said, Reverend, he said, no, no, no. You are, you are doing it, we are going about it the wrong way. Trying to, I want to deal with this, I must solve it right now. He said, no, Reverend said, we will not deal with it that way. He will act like he has not seen but he knows it 100%. And one day I'll catch you in a corner and I just... <laughs> yeah. So how they handle situations. Amen. Amen. And then finally, notice their weakness. It's a great point to know. You see, when you are with a great person, don't only admire their strength, notice their weakness. Amen. Because let me tell you something, everybody has weaknesses. Amen. The Bible said, a Naaman was a great general, but... He was a leper. He was a great general, but he was a leper. You see, the ability to notice somebody's weakness and admire him make you great. That's what makes you great. That's what makes you a great admirer. Because a lot of us, as soon as we see the person's weakness, 
As soon as we see the person's weakness, it's time for betrayal. That was happened to Judas. He saw Jesus Christ, I'm weak, I'm tired, I'm hungry. If he knew that Jesus Christ was the son of God and has power to raise the dead, do you think he would have betrayed him? But I'm sure he saw his weakness. You see somebody's weakness. So, so, so the ability to admire somebody, notice their weakness, and still draw closer makes you great. Because any great person has weakness. There's nobody on earth who has no weakness. Even Donald Trump has weakness. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Notice your weaknesses. It's a great thing to notice somebody's weakness and still admire him. Amen. And I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Because the anointing is precious. And anointing is great and crucial. God will always put a stumbling block before you. And that stumbling block usually is the person's weakness. The person that you are admiring, God will show you the person's weakness. Then it's up to you whether you can overlook the weakness and still admire the person. Because a lot of us, most of us, as soon as we see the person's weakness, so I thought it was that great, but it's not that great. Immediately, you lose your admiration. But can you still admire in spite of the weakness? That's the key. That's the key. That's the key. Can you still admire? When you pass that test, you're on your way to be anointed. Stand up to your feet. May you be anointed. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father of life, draw me closer. Lord, my heart is set on you. Let me run the race of time with your life unfolding mine and let the peace of God let it reign. Oh, Holy Spirit, oh, Holy Spirit, you're my comfort. Strengthen me, strengthen Lord, let me know your truth, Holy Spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit, yes, Lord.
Father, we thank you tonight. Thank you for this congregation. Father, the Bible said that the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leadeth me. Father, as you have been a good leader and has directed us, may you continue to lead us into greener pastures. And Father, I pray for each and everyone here. May we not be visionless. For while there is no vision, the people perish. But help us to have that. Help us to have the right vision. And Father, as we have the right vision, give us the grace, the wisdom, and the strength to overcome every obstacle that we may become what we are looking at. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. You want to honor the Lord? We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.